0: welcome to the real estate espresso podcast your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing for saturday august the 6th welcome to the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing today is no exception we have a great guest all the way from kamloops british columbia welcome to the show dave dubow
1: victor thanks for having me it's a pleasure
0: well great to have you here now dave you've been in this investing game for quite some time and we're going to talk about podcasting because you now have not just one podcast, but two. Before we dive into those details, maybe give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey.
1: All right. Thanks, Victor. Yeah. So I started investing in real estate actually ab- about 2001 when I was living in all places, uh, San Jose, Costa Rica. And I had a language training company down there, lived there for 10 years. And the last couple of years of my stay in Costa Rica, I came across a couple of what we would call pre-foreclosure type deals, and I made some, some decent money on those. And then when I moved my Costa Rican family, myself, back to Canada, which most Canadians think I'm kind of insane for doing, <laughs> I was uh, trying to figure out what I was going to do because I had been out of the country so long, I didn't have bad credit, I had no credit, I hadn't been able to sell my business in Costa Rica, so I didn't have a lot of money. And I had to figure out a way to uh, make some money fairly quickly. And after being self-employed for quite a while, I was pretty much unemployable. So I saw one of those infamous late-night infomercials, you too can r- get rich quick in real estate with little or no money down. Uh, perfect. That's what I got. So I sent away for it. And I uh, did a bunch of creative deals, did about 18 deals in my first year and a half of uh, of business, creative, low money, no money type things. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Got good at single family homes and creative type deals. Then took some time off of actively investing in real estate, helped an up and coming guru kind of blow up his his business and, and uh, training business and investment business for a number of years. Got back into it, single family home stuff, and eventually moved into multifamily and uh, realized I kind of suck at the active partner side of things. I'm not particularly great at Dealing with tenants or toilets, nor do I want to. So these days, I'm more of a a passive investor on several deals myself, Victor. So that's a snapshot. That's awesome. There is no
0: one career path into this business, and there's no one trajectory that is a prescribed formula. Everyone's journey is unique, everyone's is different. And yet, so many often enter the business through that seminar portal. It's amazing. So today, you have not one podcast, but you've launched a second podcast. Tell us the philosophy behind why you would want to start a podcast in this particular business.
1: Yeah, good question, Victor. So I've got two podcasts at this point for two completely different purposes. My first podcast is called the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Uh, That's been running since 2018. I think we're at 330 some episodes at this point. And the goal for that podcast was primarily to connect with other people in the real estate space, other what we call, I guess, real estate influencers. And my goal there, Victor, was really to be able to bring these folks uh, to my audience and create content. So that was the goal there. And I first kind of got into podcasting as a way of staying in touch with people on my list. So my primary business these days is we have a boutique marketing agency. We help mom and pop real estate investors get started with raising capital and, and finding joint venture partners. So this was a good way to stay in front of my audience, provide value on a regular basis, and a shortcut to creating content where I didn't have to come up with stuff originally all of the time, which is what I'd been doing up until then. So that worked really, really well for that. Was also a great way to get into doing cross promotional type things. So quite often, I would interview guests who had different programs or trainings or what have you that were something that I thought would be a good fit for some of the folks on my on my list. So I would promote them to my list. They would promote me promote me to their list. So it was kind of a great way to cross promote and cross pollinate. Now, the newest podcast that I've just started is called the How to Raise Capital One Hundred and One Show which is all designed around showing the mom and pop real estate investor who's just getting started with raising capital, with bringing on joint venture partners, et cetera, how to get rolling with that process. So probably something a little little on the basic side for a lot of your listeners, Victor, but uh, that's the purpose there. And the goal of the second podcast is not so much to connect with other people in the real estate space, but as a great way of bringing on new clients for our marketing agency.
0: Very interesting. So a podcast is one of those things that if you're going to do it and do it at a high level and do it well and generate a following, you've got to be extremely consistent and it doesn't matter what frequency you choose, whether it's monthly, weekly, daily, hourly, whatever frequency you choose, pick one and stick to it. What's that experience been like for you? Has it been a hamster wheel or has it been a labor of love?
1: You know what, Victor, it's, it's been really good. Uh, the original podcast, I started from day one with a very good team. So I've got uh, people who do all of the techie side of things for me. I've got a an assistant who basically goes out and scours the interwebs for good prospective guests. So my job is pretty basic. Basically, I, I connect with potential guests and have a pre-interview call with them for about 15 minutes just to make sure it's a good match. Then we set up the time for doing the actual interview. Like yourself, I try. I like to keep my interviews fairly short and sweet. So 15 to 20 minutes is kind of the sweet spot there. And we've got things set up where basically I show up on Zoom, do the interview, do my best to remember to hit record. And <laughs> pretty much everything after that is automated and taken care of for me. So it's, uh, it, it's pretty efficient where at this point, for that first podcast, I've got about uh, about three months worth of episodes in the hopper, ready to go. So uh, we always we always keep a backup there because I only release twice a week for that particular podcast.
0: That's awesome. And knowing that you had that you were in communication with your list via the podcast, what is the interplay between your listenership and your email mailing list? Because really, a podcast is a one-way form of communication. There's very little that comes back unless you ask your listeners to email you, and sometimes they do, but it's really one way. So you don't really know who your listeners are. What's the interplay between the podcast and your email mailing
1: list? Yeah, that's a great question, Victor. So what I've been doing up until now is the days that my podcast episodes are released, We also send out a notification email to everyone on our list. So again, that was a big part of the reason why I started the podcast in the first place was in order to stay in touch with my list and provide value for them, not just always be trying to get people to do something. So twice a week on Tuesdays and on Fridays when our episodes are released, our entire list is notified of that. And we, you know, it's difficult to see who exactly is listening. However, with CRM systems and whatnot, we can see who's clicking, how many clicks we're getting, how many people we're getting going through and, and actually at least checking it out. And then you can kind of take a look at your back end with your podcast stats and get an idea of how many listeners you had, which episodes perform better than others, that sort of thing. I love it. So
0: what drove the decision to start a second podcast? Why wouldn't you leverage the existing platform to try and maybe, let's say, do a little bit of an extension of that podcast to a slightly broader audience?
1: Yeah, maybe I'm a glutton for punishment, Victor. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, no, I, the reason I decided to start a whole new podcast is because it it really is a very different format. So my first podcast is really interview-focused Virtually all of my episodes are kind of like this, where I'm interviewing a guest expert and and we're having a conversation, and that's great. However, it doesn't really lead back to my primary business, which is the whole boutique marketing agency, so to speak. So the new podcast is really laser-focused 100% on my ideal target avatar, and that is someone who has got a little bit of real estate investing experience under their belt but very little experience raising capital, and the the whole podcast is completely focused on that. So not so much in the way of interview type episodes, more solo episodes where I'm actually taking a deep dive into some particular topic myself, uh, occasionally having an, a, a guest on board, but again, keeping 100% focused on getting started with raising capital, and also occasionally bringing on a struggling capital raiser and kind of coaching them doing a hot seat type episode that's what the goal of the whole uh, of the new podcast is so yeah the other podcast is kind of a little bit more generic a little bit more wide wide ranging it's kind of all things real estate investing the new podcast is very laser focused so i imagine the listenership's actually going to be slightly lower but much higher uh, quality when it comes to prospective uh, prospective clients for our business
0: so a higher engagement as opposed to maybe, maybe a little bit less passive listening, but hopefully higher engagement.
1: That's the goal. That's the purpose. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Dave, if folks
0: want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way?
1: Well, the best way is to check out the new show. It's called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can check out the website, raisecapital101show.com.
0: Fabulous. Well, I love the perspective, and I love what you're doing. And for the listeners at home, definitely connect with Dave at raisecapital101show.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.